हरे कृष्ण डियर डिवोटीज दोनों प्रणाम और ग्लोरी से चला प्रभात गुरु महाराज टुडे वी आर वेरी फॉर्चुनेट वी हैव ग्रेस वन मालिनी मंजीवी देवदासी माताजी फ्रॉम सीडर रैपिड्स आयोवा एंड माताजी इज गोइंग टू लाइटन अस फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम कैंटो 6 चैप्टर 4 वर्स नंबर 29 हरे कृष्ण माताजी यू मे टेक ओवर द कॉल व्हेन यू आर रेडी Hare Krishna Prabhu ji and also Hare Krishna to all the assembled devotees on the call. Um thank you so much. I accept my humble obeisances on the day for this opportunity to glorify supreme lord in the association of devotees. Uh, I feel myself very fortunate. We'll start with Mangala Charan prayers. Invocation prayers, seeking blessing from all senior acharyas, guru, and Krishna. Before we start discussing transcendental subject matters, Shri Madhavanam. Oh, Agnana Timirandasya, Nana Anjana Shalakaya, Chakshurun Nilitam Nena, Tasmay Sri Gurave Namaha. श्री चैतन्य मनोवीतूतले स्वयं कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वादाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुरो श्रीयुतपदकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवांशं साग्रजात सहगण रघुनाताजीव साद्वैत सवदूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादलिताशाकान्ता हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगीराधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरी प्रि वाचाकूभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिंदीयद्वैता गदाधरा श्रीवासादी कौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीरएत नष्टु अभद्रेशु भागवत से भगवती उत्तम श्लोकेजापति दक्षा टू दो बैकग्राउंड ऑफ दिस चैप्टर the sons of um, uh, pachina barhishit prachetas they 
went under the sea and started practicing severe austerities and then Soma pacifies them, Prachetas, and uh, bless, uh, gives them Marisha through her. Prachetas marry her and uh, beget Daksha who then starts the creation. Devatas, he creates Devatas, he creates demons and so on. But after some time he realizes that um, uh, the population is not increasing as he was thinking. So he started performing austerities at Agamarshana. He started offering Hamsaguya prayers to the Lord. So we are reading the prayers from 23rd verse to 34 or Hamsaguya prayers. So we are needing, we are reading now 29th. For six point uh, four point twenty nine. Dhyaksha bhirva manasota yasya Mabutsvarupam gunarupam gunarupam hitattat Savai gunapaya visargalakshanaham Anything expressed by material vibrations, anything ascertained material intelligence, ascertained by material intelligence, and anything experienced by material senses or concocted within the material mind is but an effect of the modes of material nature and therefore has nothing to do with the real nature of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Lord is beyond the creation of this material world, for He is the source of the material qualities and creation. As the cause of all causes, He exists before the creation and after the creation. I wish to offer my respectful obeisances unto Him. Purport. One who manufactures names, forms, qualities or paraphernalia pertaining to the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot understand Him, since He is beyond creation. The Supreme Lord is the creator of everything and that and this means that he existed when there was no creation. In other words, his name, form and qualities are not materially created entities. They are transcendental always. Therefore, by our material concussions, vibrations and thoughts, we cannot ascertain the Supreme Lord. This is explained in the verse, Atah Sri Krishna Namadina Bhaved Grahyam Indriyai. Prachetas, Daksha, herein offer prayers unto the transcendence, not to anyone within the material creation. Only fools and rascals think God a material creation. This is confirmed by the Lord Himself. Avajanantimam mudha manushim tanumashritam param bhavam ajananto mamabhuta maheshwaram. Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature and my supreme dominion over all that be. Therefore, one must receive knowledge from a person to whom the Lord has revealed himself. There is no value in creating an imaginary name or form for the Lord. Sri Pada Sankaracharya was an impersonalist, but nevertheless he said, Narayana Paravyakta, Narayana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is not a person of the material world. We cannot assign Narayana a material designation as the foolish attempt to do when they speak of Daridra Narayana. 
Narayana is always transcendental beyond this material creation. How can he become a Daridra Narayana? Poverty is found within this material world. But in the spiritual world, there is no such thing as poverty. Therefore, the idea of Daridra Narayana is a merely a concussion. Daksha very carefully points out that material designations cannot be names of the worshipable Lord. Yad yan niruktam vajasa niruktim. Nirukta refers to the Vedic dictionary. One cannot properly understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead merely by picking up expressions from a dictionary. In praying to the Lord, Daksha does not wish material names and forms to be objects of his worship. Rather, he wants worship he wants to worship the Lord, who existed before the creation of material dictionaries and names, as confirmed in the Vedas, Yatovacho Nivartante the name, form, attributes and paraphernalia of the Lord cannot be ascertained through a material dictionary. However, if one reaches the transcendental form of understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he becomes well acquainted with everything, material and spiritual. This is confirmed in another Vedic mantra, Tamayeva Viditvati Mrityum Eti. If one can somehow or other, by the grace of the Lord, understand the transcendental position of the Lord, one becomes eternal. This is further confirmed by the Lord Himself in Bhagavad Gita. Janma Karma Chame Divyam Evam Yo Veti Tatvataha. Tektva Deham Punar Janma Naiti So Arjuna. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world, but attains my eternal abode, O Arjuna. Simply by understanding the Supreme Lord, one goes beyond birth, death, old age and disease. Srila Sukadeva Goswami therefore advised Maharaj Parikshit in Srimad Bhagavatam, Tasmad Bharata Sarvatma Bhagavan Ishwaro Harihi Strotavya Kirtitvayascha Smaratavyascha Smaratavyascha Chechathabhyam O descendant of King Bharata, one who desires to be free from all miseries, must hear, glorify and also remember the personality of Godhead, who is the super soul, the controller and the savior from all miseries. So these are the prayers offered by Prajapati Daksha to the Lord, describing that any Lord's form is transcendental, beyond material. So the Lord's real nature, Swarupam form, is not material. And it can't be ascertained. Like we cannot confirm, like how when we see certain things in this material world, if it is proved by certain organization or uh, uh, certain quality standards, we guarantee that it is something. It is similarly the Lord's thing cannot be ascertained by any kinds of words, intelligence or sense or mind, which are all affected by the modes of material nature. All our, as long as we are in this material world and we don't transcendent, we don't um, elevate ourselves to the pure devotional service, all our actions are always guided by the modes. So here, Krishna, um, here the Visarga Lakshana, the creation and destruction of all the matter is described um, by the Lord, uh, is described and that's how Daksha is visualizing and um, 
speaking about the Lord. So if we see there is a structure for praying to the Lord. Generally when we go to a temple or um, if we see nectar of devotion, I forgot the chapter number, but it lists all the do's and do nots, 30, 30 points it, it mentions. So there are so many things, there are so many rules and regulations, etiquettes that we have to follow when we are visiting your temple um, and uh, when we are visiting uh, temple. So here, there is a structure for offering prayers to the Lord also. So generally when we go to the temples, um, the first thing that we see is we meet people. So we start interacting with the people and we forgot, we forget to offer our prayers to the Lord. Some days, like at the end, when we are coming back, we just offer the prayers to the Lord and we come back. Or even when we are offering prayers, we won't offer with a settled mind, peacefully uh, sitting down and observing the Lord from feet to head and then uh, uh, feeling, realizing that Lord is present there in front of us in his um, in his transcendental form because lord everything material and spiritual is lord's energies and when an acharya when a when a priest when an acharya uh, requests the lord to come and present in the deity forms lord as there uh, in a form because we are still in a material world and we our senses are material uh, we cannot visualize this, we cannot uh, see the spiritual form of the Lord so easily. So Lord has expressed himself. Lord has blessed us with the deities in the temple. So it is Lord himself for us in this material world, a direct um, connection. So we have to sit down and offer our prayers first. We should not be opening the list of the desires that we have. We should be first glorifying the Lord. When we offer prayers to Lord, we have to glorify the Lord. If we observe in the first canto of Bhagavatam itself, when uh, Aswatthama shoots Brahmastra, after killing the Upa Pandavas, he shoots the Brahmastra. In hurry, he doesn't know. Uh, a mistake after mistake, Aswatthama keeps committing. And then, when he shoots Brahmastra, he realizes after killing the Upapandavas and all, he realizes he has done a mistake. So he goes back to uh, Vyasadeva and then uh, he uh, he explains and he understands that uh, he should not be killing uh, when uh, the warriors were sleeping. He thought that they were all Pandavas, but he realizes later they are Upapandavas. So he knows how to shoot Brahmastra, Brahmashi Shastra, which is the most powerful Astra, but he does not know how to uh, reverted back. So he went. He goes to Vyasadeva and he explains all this. And then when he, when Vyasadeva questions him, why did you do the Brahmashi Shastra? Oh, I was thinking that I was in trouble when I killed all the Upapandavas. I understood that Bhima and Arjuna will be looking for me, and I realized they are attacking me. So I felt myself threatened. So I did the Brahmashi Shastra. So then Vyasadeva says, revert it back. He doesn't know how to revert it back. So he redirects it to Uttara, uh, who is carrying Parikshit Maharaj. Then Arjuna, who is going in search of Aswadama, realizes this effulgent glowing. He understands the heat generated by Brahmastra 
is similar to the heat generated at the time of destruction, the whole complete world destruction. That powerful is that astra. So he wants, he starts praying to the Lord. Actually, Arjuna was in a crisis situation. He's, he understands that something, uh, something big is coming which is going to destruct the whole world. So he's in the greatest danger. But still, he first glorifies the Lord. Krishna Krishna Mahabaho Pahimam Pahimam. So he glorifies the Lord. He he glorifies the Lord and then he asks Krishna, question saying, Krishna, I can't understand from where this effulgence is coming. What is happening to me? And then Krishna instructs Arjuna first to revert back the Brahmastra by putting another Brahmastra. So even that crisis situation and in that chapter uh, 1.7 or 1.8 Prabhupada uh, translations Prabhupada writes in purport like this is the structure of praying to the Lord glorifying the Lord first so Lord glories are unlimited and we ourselves are also very incapable of offering glories in our own words um, because most of the time our interaction with the God is only like uh, who fulfills our desires or who gives us protection, who takes care of us. So it's mostly with respect to I. So he's the one who's taking care of me. I'm dependent on him uh, I, uh, because 60-70% of the time, all of us are motivated to surrender to the Lord because the material life is very difficult. The miseries in the material life are difficult to take on. And we have unlimited desires and we want to fulfill all those desires. That is all perfectly okay. Uh, because we are at a sadhana stage. And uh, either with material desires or spiritual desires, as long as we are approaching the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, He is going to take care of us and He is going to make us purified and uh, come out of all those material hankerings and uh, blesses with devotion as long as we are sincere and we are not leaving uh, the lotus feet of the Lord and we are following the Acharya's instructions and chanting. Uh, but the pure devotees of the Lord, uh, they are not motivated by any material desires or any troubles or any kinds of hankerings, but they just love the Lord. Um, and they want to know everything about the Lord. Uh, every pastime of the Lord, when they approach to study, uh, they see in detail the personal feature of the Lord, how the Lord is interacting, how is Lord's Karunya Bhava, how is Lord's love, how does Lord dress up, how does He interact with the devotees, what is the first thing He talks to the devotees, how merciful is the Lord. So, when we don't know more about the Lord, we won't be able to glorify the Lord. So our, if, it, if our interaction with the Lord is only with respect to our needs, our problems, our troubles, then the most of the things that we will be speaking is, Lord, you have taken care of me when that was the situation. Now you are going to take care of me. It will be like that only, but not with respect to the glories of the Lord. The glories of the Lord are unlimited. So there are two points. There are two aspects when we know uh, when we uh, when we talk about Lord. The first thing is knowing that the, who is the supreme personality of the Godhead. After that is knowing about His glories. How glorious is the Lord? So when we know that, when we want to offer prayers to the Lord, we will be able to express 
those and also our perspective our uh, interaction with the lord with with the that so most of the times when we are looking at srimad bhagavatam or the past times we should not be reading them superficially when we are reading them superficially it looks like a normal story to us and we always if we hear a story for 10 times we will remember somehow or the other the sequence of it but most of the times we don't even remember the sequence we only remember the summary if we start going diving ourselves deeper and deeper into the past times of the lord we will know in detail the sequence and also we will start visualizing the person of the lord like how when we express when we explain something about our children to anybody we don't want to miss any single detail we will be explaining every small detail because we know the children in and out we know our situation we know them we love them and we like to discuss about them so ultimately our goal is to develop that love that bhava for the lord so for that we have to know more and more about the lord how we know more and more about the lord when we read when we listen every small thing every uh, um, every lecture that are given by senior uh, vaishnavas in more detail because lord can be understood only through realizations which are blessed by the lord so when we when we perfect ourselves with our devotional service with our chanting with our reading when we um, when we sincerely perform those things all the anarthas inside us anartha means which does not have any meaning so all the anarthas which are um, uh, which are becoming obstacles in uh, for us in understanding the lord will go away and lord gets pleased by us and lord blesses us with an understanding with which we can understand him if we um, if we see all the devotees prayers who has offered they they all started offering prayers to the lord when they met the lord or when they had the mercy of the lord when they have conquered the lord in their meditation or when they have seen the lord face to face even dhruva maharaja pralad maharaja all of them so the lord gives us that intelligence that senses to see him and also offer him prayers so when we cannot offer prayers when we are not at an elevated stage at a pure devotional level where we have seen the lord where we are uh, where we have established our relationship with the lord and when we are at that bhava and prema stage um when we are not at that stage until then we can take the prayers of the great devotees start dwelling inside diving deeper inside these prayers internalizing those prayers inside us and offering those prayers so when we do that when we offer those prayers to the lord um uh, we are actually repeating the prayers of the pure devotees and then we will be connecting ourselves to the lord so there is a structure for prayers always always so that moment when we are entering into the temple we have to understand that we are entering golok vrindavan vaikunta and lord is there lord is feeling very happy to see us coming to him because he is our eternal father and we are all related to him so when we walk into the temple the first thing that we should do is go and offer our obeisances to the lord sit down so we have to make time in such a way that we will have time to sit down and pray to the lord look at him and offer our prayers offer the prayers by previous acharyas uh, 
a great few devotees so to, when we are offering prayers it should not be a mechanical pronunciation of the sanskrit words we should be able to know deeper and deeper meaning of each and every word that they have offered each and every word has a meaning how many ever times if we see all the devotees of the lord glorify how lord's form name uh, paraphernalia his glories are not material the word when they say that they are not material that means they are not motivated by the gunas all the material things are motivated by the gunas krishna says in the fifth chapter of uh, bhagavad gita also that how an unintelligent person thinks that he is the doer or krishna is the one who is assuming one's good and bad activities but in turn actually he is driven by his swabhava that he has attained under the influence of the modes of material nature and he acts so the doers are the modes of the material nature when we are conditioned in this material body and when we enter into this universe the modes act upon us and however the modes act we act however the modes influence us we act when mode of goodness influences us we act good all the gates of the body are illuminated we will be in complete knowledge what kind of a knowledge the spiritual knowledge that we are part and parcel of the lord and we render devotional service to the lord when mode of ignorance is uh, influencing us we are lazy we are dull uh, we are driven by um, uh, we are uh, uh, we, we don't follow any rules and regulations we tend to break all the regulative principles we are so much into sense gratification we forget the rules and regulations mode of passion full of desires going always behind our desires and when we run behind our desires we lose our intelligence slowly we lose the uh, power to discriminate right and wrong and we completely forget the purpose of the human form of life so the material actions that a jeeva does the karma that meti uh, uh, that ajiva does are always under the influence of the modes of material nature unless he purifies himself with devotional service and transcends the material nature so as uh, uh, the other class urmila mataji was also mentioning like how a person under the influence of a drug acts it is not he himself acts so similarly the soul loses um uh, uh, its real identity and it identifies itself with the body and then under the influence of the modes it acts accordingly so the only way to get out of the influence of the modes is to practice pure devotional service to the lord um and always engage ourselves in the devotional service of the lord so here prajapati dakshah is saying anything expressed by material vibrations anything ascertained by material intelligence and anything experienced by the material senses or concocted within the material mind is but an effect of the modes of material nature and therefore has nothing to do with the real nature of the supreme personality of godhead so the experiences that we get the sometimes we all feel a glimpse like how narada muni has uh, got a glimpse of the lord for a fraction of a second so anything with respect to the lord is divine anything with respect to material anything which is um, 
uh, with respect to the things that we see in the material uh, uh, in the material world is material and which is completely opposite to the supreme lord the supreme lord is beyond the creation of this material world as we all know uh, supreme lord resides in his spiritual world in golok vrindavan he expands himself into four quadrilateral forms sankarshana aniruddha pradyumna and then from the sankarshana comes another four forms and from there comes karanodaksha vishnu who lies down in the karana ocean and when he inhales and exhales numerous unlimited like how if you put the mustard seeds in a pot in a in a pot of water you get so many the mustard seeds when they uh, come out like that innumerable universes are coming out when the lord is inhaling and exhaling and he enters into these material universes each of them as garbhodaka sai vishnu and later he also expands himself as shirodaka sai vishnu who becomes super soul of every living entity and also of the each and every material universe if we look at this picture if we draw this picture or if we go and see in internet the whole material creation we see how the supreme personality of godhead sri krishna is aloof from all this material creation he is far far away in the spiritual world so he is there he is beyond the creation of this material universe it's very difficult for us to even conceive to picture what it is so the supreme lord is beyond the creation of this material world for he is the source of all the material qualities and creation as the cause of all causes he exists before the creation and after the creation so it is not that some as some people think that lord was only present when in dwapar yuga as krishna or before in treta yuga as rama lord was existing eternally in his spiritual worlds in those lokas he just descends into these material creations just one material world in which we are living he comes and he also goes around so the past times of the lords are happening in the material universes somewhere else or other all the time because we are just living in only one universe so when we visualize the things we think that this itself is so difficult for us to remember and lord is taking care of the innumerable universes so he is ishvara paramah krishna sachidananda vigraha anadir adir govinda sarva karana karanam ultimately for everything the cause of all causes is the supreme lord he exists before the creation and he also exists after the creation that means when the destruction happens only lord exists i wish to offer my respects below obeisances unto him so if we observe there is a parallel thing which all when i was reading these verses it immediately reminded me of gajendra's prayers also gajendra all gajendra actually invokes lord's mercy or calls calls lord not by any particular name or anything he glorifies he speaks about his glories and his intention is that whoever matches this glories has to come and give me protection and when he speaks all those glories he says that for him who there is no big uh, there is uh, uh, there is no beginning after him he is the ultimate he is the one who is 
cause for all the moving, non-moving. So when he speaks all these things, all the Devi Devatas start thinking that, no, 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 we all have a beginning. We are not the ultimate cause. For us, there is a cause that is Supreme Lord. So Gajendra is not calling us. And then similarly, everybody excludes themselves after hearing to those glories saying that, oh, we are not going to fit these glories what Gajendra is speaking. So it is not that as Gajendra is calling. He is calling the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is calling the Supreme Lord. So when when he's, when Gajendra offers praise like that, Lord comes down on his Garuda running to give protection to the um, to protection to his devotees. So similarly here, Daksha is calling. I am not calling any material uh, uh, any material thing. I am calling the spiritual divine supreme Lord who exists even before creation and also after the creation. One who manufactures names, forms, qualities or paraphernalia pertaining to the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot understand him since he is beyond creation. The Supreme Lord is the creator of everything and this means that he existed when there was no creation. In other words, his name, form and qualities are not materially created entities. They are transcendental always. Therefore, by our material concussions, vibrations and thoughts, we cannot ascertain the Supreme Lord. This is explained in the verse, Atastri Krishna Nama Dina Bhavet Grahyam Indriya. So people think that all these Krishna, Rama and all are material names and they only exist for certain time. And after the Lord uh, leaves uh, this material world, they don't exist. And they all think that Lord does not have a form. So all these things are, when we give him a form, when we give him a name, we are actually conditioning him. So people think like that and they start thinking that because they they can only relate how their name, their form, their qualities are limited. Because if somebody is living in far away somewhere in New York or New Jersey, if I call here their name, they cannot come and attend me. They cannot respond to me. So people start thinking that because their names, their forms, uh, their senses are all limited, Similarly, the Lord's name, form, paraphernalia, qualities are all limited. They compare with their material senses and they try, they try to conform with their defaulted material senses, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, which is something which, can, which, we, which, which, should, which we should never be doing. So our intelligence is so, so limited then. So here, the great devotees of the Lord who has create Prajapati Daksha or Dhruva Maharaj or Pralad Maharaj or Arjuna, they all are ascertaining, saying that Krishna is beyond these material senses. So here, his names, his paraphernalia are not manufactured or they are not going to be there only for certain amount of time and after that they will disappear. They are there forever before creation and also after creation and his name form qualities, paraphernalia are not different from him. So when we are chanting the holy names of the Lord, it's, it is that I, I could not understand this one line when I initially started uh, Krishna consciousness. So I also used to think that, oh, I am so smart and intelligent. When, when, um, uh, when somebody said like once you start speaking, uh, unlearned person, a guru, no, 
how far we are. Like senior devotees also, we will be thinking that, oh, I have put a wonderful question. I'm so smart and intelligent. Uh, I'm putting uh, this question. Um, so the uh, the person whom I'm asking will be thinking that I'm so smart and intelligent and putting this question. But a learned person, a guru, immediately understands the moment we start speaking uh, where we are. As long as we don't speak, we can pretend to be intelligent. But once we start speaking, our intelligence flows through our words. And then it will be easily um, known uh, to that. So I could never understand initially when I heard the line that uh, when we are chanting, Krishna dances on our tongue. Because I was, I always t used to take that literally and think that how can this happen? This, this is so, um, this is so uh, absurd. It it can never happen. So that that shows my uh, my stupidity or my less intelligenceness. So the, as as I started uh, practicing the devotional service with mercy of Guru, with mercy of Krishna, with mercy of senior uh, Vaishnavas and Acharyas when I was hearing, I could understand at least theoretically how it is. Because Lord's forms, names, qualities and all are not different. And He is beyond the material things. So when we are chanting the holy name of the Lord, when we are um, uh, doing our sadhana and doing our japa, actually Lord is in front of us. It is our one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord. We are calling Him. We are asking Him to come and sit on the lotus feet of our heart to offer our prayers. And then we are chant if we um, and then praying to Him. If our chanting is mechanical, we are inviting the Lord and we are not taking care of Him. We are ignoring Him. So Lord won't be present. It becomes a mechanical chanting. The more our quality of our chanting increases, the more we start understanding the deeper meaning of all these verses, all these lines, all the uh, prayers of the devotees. Um, so here Prajapati Daksha is saying that how Lord's name form paraphernalia or beyond the material. Prajapati Diksha herein offers the prayers onto transcendent, which is beyond the modes, not to anyone within the material creation. So Prajapati Daksha is not offering anybody inside this material creation. So when when Prabhupada writes this, it, dis, it means that not even to the Brahma who is living in the topmost loka, Satya loka, or any Devi Devatas. He is calling the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is even the cause of all the Devi Devatas. Only fools and rascals think God a material creation. So this we know. Avajanati mudha manushim tanumasritam parambhavam ajananto mamabhuta maheshwaram. Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature and my supreme dominion over all that be. So when Lord appears to us with his two hands, beautiful form, we also think that he's like us. Uh, when he eats, we also think that he's hungry. We, when he uh, marries uh, the gopis, we also think that he's driven by the sexual desires, like, uh, like the normal human people. But no, all his actions are divine. They are not motivated by modes or karma, or he does not need to please anybody, or he doesn't need anything from anybody. He is Atma Rama. He is self-sufficient. He does not require anything. Therefore, one must receive knowledge from a person to whom Lord has revealed himself. So, Lord reveals himself. It is not by any of the qualifications we demand Lord to appear. We cannot say that, 
see sometimes we go and demand like certain places right like you know i bought for uh, i bought 500 uh, the product that you were selling by paying the money so you are entitled you you are uh, you supposed to do me the, uh, give me the service so we demand like that so we cannot demand like that god saying that you need to come to me you have to understand me we can only beg for his mercy we can only pray to him and if he shows his causeless mercy on us then we can understand so lord can be understood only by the people for whom lord has revealed himself and for those of us who lord has still not revealed himself to us we can listen to those so listening hearing to the senior acharyas attentively senior vaishnavas who are practicing the bhakti yoga attentively is very very important if we listen to them saying that oh i already know all these things oh they are not telling me what i wanted so let me go and ask them to do something in a different way like that so we should not obstruct that the flow that is coming from them even though it looks like oh i already heard this why they are repeating the same thing why they are talking this i already know this i want them to t- give the class in a particular way or i want only to uh, uh, i i came to the class because i wanted to hear this then we won't then we are also putting our conditioning to that flow so when we let the senior vaishnava senior acharyas senior uh, uh, maharajas and uh, devotees and gurus to speak it's a flow coming it's a flow coming by the mercy of the lord the lord is enabling empowering them to speak in a way and that has to be heard by us and in the, when we hear sincerely like that we will understand through their realizations how the supreme lord is what are the features of the lord how merciful he is see the same thing um we were seeing we were seeing a ratha yatra yesterday two days back uh, 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 i i said as to mataji friday or thursday and then i got so busy all these three days with the service and then when we when i go there i observe that the devotees when they look at lord it is so different lord reveals to them from the same form uh, so uh, so differently and when when somebody who cannot avajanati ma mooda it is not so easy even the uh, deity of the lord in front of us so many people ignore and go and say that i have heard a conversation uh, people come and tell uh, people come and say that they cannot see the god uh, they don't visualize they just see it to the temple as any other social gathering so the revelations the lord made to the devotees is entirely different so here therefore one must receive knowledge from a person to whom the lord has revealed himself there is no value in creating an imaginary name or form for the lord so nowadays people come out right like every now and then i see this often happening um uh, reveal, they say that i am this avatara i am that avatara i will do this i am this god and they give themselves their name and they give themselves a place um of origin and all those things those are all um not correct sripada sankaracharya was an impersonalist but nevertheless he said narayana paro vyakta narayana the supreme personality of godhead is not a person of material world so sankaracharya as a mission that he wanted to elevate people and make them trust in the vedas so he has come with a purpose so he only uh, uh, described the lord until that level um he did not go he did not straight away go to the personal a form of the lord 
but he never brought the personal form of the Lord to the material level. So all the uh, all the works he has written, Bajagovindam or Kanakadara Stotram or so many other prayers which uh, he has written, all have glorified the Lord. Um, and he never brought the Lord's form to the material level. Later, later, people started understanding, interact, uh, uh, in, inter, uh, inferring the things, and they brought the Lord's form also to the material. We cannot assign Narayana a material designation as foolish attempt to do. So when they speak of Daridra Narayana, Narayana is always transcendental, beyond this material. How can be Lord, uh, Lord Narayana be Daridra? Because he has the he is Sri Nidhi. He is the processor of Maha, um, the goddess of opulence. She stays with him, so he is never a Daridra Narayana. Daksha very carefully points out that material designations cannot be names of the worshipable Lord. Yad en niruptam vachasa niruptam. Nirupta refers to the Vedic dictionary. One cannot properly understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead merely by picking up expressions from a dictionary. So we we cannot understand the Lord by finding the meanings in the dictionary. Lord has to reveal himself, then only we can. In praying to the Lord, Daksha does not wish material names and forms to be the objects of his worship. So Daksha is not calling any uh, any material person. He is calling the Divine Lord, who existed before the creation of material dictionaries and names, as confirmed in the Vedas, Etovacho Nivartante, Aprapya Manasasaha, the name, form, attributes and paraphernalia of the Lord cannot be ascertained through a material dictionary. However, if one reaches the transcendental part form of understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he becomes acquainted with uh, or with everything. So when we reach that uh, when we reach that stage where we are where we have transcended the material modes, then we may wonder how to transcendent the material modes. For that also Krishna answers in the fourteenth chapter at the end saying those who take shelter of his lotus feet of the Lord and those who perform the devotional service of the Lord will transcendent the mode. That means the modes stop working on us. Modes work on us only when we are identifying ourselves as a body and when we are acting, influenced by the mode, when we are, when we are not purified, when we are driven by karma, krodha, when we are lust, anger, greed, madness, illusion, that's that's when modes influence us more. When we are acting at the soul level, how to act at the soul level? Always engage ourselves in the service of the Lord by one or the other way of the nine uh, devotional processes which Prahlad Maharaj explains to his father. Um, he has he has learned from Narada Muni and he explains to his father. Savanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam. When we engage ourselves in one or the other way in the devotional service to the Lord, that means we are acting at the soul level. We have transcended the material modes. Then we will understand everything material and spiritual. So like how when we are seeing, uh, when we are standing at the ground level and seeing the things, sometimes we can only see until our vision goes. Maybe like until uh, 10 feet or uh, 15 feet. But if you go a little higher to the first floor or second floor, then uh, uh, the circumference of the things that you will see increases. So we see with more clarity. Similarly, when we go beyond the modes, at the, uh, uh, when we transcend the modes, 
when we see everything material and also spiritual. This is confirmed in another Vedic mantra, Tameva Vidvati Mrityumeti. If one can, somehow or other, by the grace of the Lord, understand the transcendental position of the Lord, one becomes eternal. So by the grace of the Lord, we can understand Himself. Even the material relations, nobody reveals themselves to a stranger. Nobody reveals themselves to whom um, uh, they don't want to be. Like somebody who doesn't care me, somebody who doesn't love me. I won't go and tell all, I won't be keep explaining myself, my actions, or what are, what are the things I like, what are the things I don't like, why I behaved in a way I am behaving. I only reveal the things, I, I, owe an ex I, I like to reveal the things only to the people who love me, who are in the inner circle of me, not in the external circle of the me. Similarly, Lord has given us free will. Lord will not reveal himself to the people who doesn't want to know about him, who are only focused or who only want to know what Lord gives and not gives. Like most of the people wants to approach the scriptures or the Vedas or different different religious practice to know which kind of a practice can give what materially. If what should I do to get good wife? What should I to uh, do good children? What should I to get good job? What should I to what should I do to get good health? So if we only want to know the things that are given by the God, which are also material things, not even the spiritual things people want to know. People never want to know how we can attain love of God. What is the way to attain love of God? How can I increase the quality of my chanting? How I can see what these pure devotees are visualizing the Lord? When will I know the Lord? We don't all have that urge, that eagerness, that restlessness, that hankering to know about the Lord or know, understand the qualities of the Lord or to feel the touch of the Lord, to feel how it is to chant and experience the Lord. We, most of the time we only want to know what all the things God can give us. What kind of a puja, what kind of a mantra I have to chant. How should I do to get something from the Lord? But if we transcend those things, understanding that how many other material things I receive from the Lord, all are temporary and all are not satisfactory. They won't give us satisfaction or happiness or bliss eternally. Bliss is out of way at all. Completely no question that we can get from the material things. At least the happiness that they give to us is very, very temporary. If we go back and observe our life, we might have been known how desperately we wanted something in our life and after receiving that, still later at some point of time, we wanted something else desperately. That means at some point of time, we felt that this is the most important thing I need in the life and I will be happy eternally when I, when I receive this thing. And later we understood that no, it is nowhere closer to my happiness and now I need more, something else. So, by reading all these scriptures, by listening to all these lectures, when we, when devotees come and say that material things are temporary, they don't give ultimate happiness, we should not settle down saying that, okay, this is not for me, I am still not at that stage, I am still materially driven, so let me continue with my material hankering and there will come a day when I will start hankering for the Lord. We should put forward those steps. We have to believe, we have to trust Guru, we have to trust the senior Acharyas, we have to trust Krishna 
to let go of the material things and hold the spiritual uh, divine thing. Yesterday only, I don't know where I read, I read Prabhupada's quote saying that when you have, uh, uh, when you have thousands and thousands of rupees, uh, it means you already have 10,000 with you. So when we have spiritual with us, it means we have everything. We have everything to be happy. We don't need to worry. We don't need to worry that, oh, if I go to the, if I go after knowing about the Lord, knowing about the glories of the Lord, asking Lord to give me pure devotional always, asking Lord to give me benediction to serve Him uh, life after life, asking Lord, asking, uh, if I don't ask anything material about the Lord, maybe I will be very unhappy in this material world. We don't need to worry. We have to trust. We have to let go of our material desires. We have to let go of our material anchorings and start hankering for those divine things. When we cannot understand a lecture, when we cannot understand what the pure devotee is saying, that how sweet is Lord's name, how sweet are Lord's pastime, we can cry in front of the Lord saying that, Krishna, I cannot understand what the devotee is saying. I cannot feel that. I cannot feel sweetness in your name. I can't, feel, I can't feel the divine presence when I'm coming to you and praying to you. Please bless me with those, Lord. Please make me understand. Please purify whatever uh, anartha is there in me and bless me with that. Give me that. Narad Muni hankers for Lord in such a way that Lord comes back and says with the divine voice that you are going to get me in the next life. So we need to have that anchoring. We need to utilize our free will to get something big. Let us not settle down for something which is temporary, which is not going to give us ultimate happiness. Let it make use of the Nama, that uh, Nama Chintamani that the Acharyas has given us, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given us, the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, in such a way that we can get the ultimate benefit of us. Let us not settle down with the material things. So here he says, this is further confirmed by the Lord Himself that Janma Karma Chame Divam Yevam Yo Veti Tatpataha Tektva Deham Punar Janma Naiti Mameti Sojana. One who understands the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world but attains my eternal abode. When we read this, it may look like I already know Krishna's karma and the janma. Why I am still not liberated? One who realizes that, one who understands the transcendental nature. When we dive deeper, when we connect to Him, when we get that personal connection and feel how Lord's karma and janma are beyond this material world, we will be liberated. One goes beyond birth, death, old age and disease. Srila Sukadeva Goswami, therefore advised Maharaj Parikshit in Srimad Bhagavatam, Tasmad Bharata Sarvatma Bhagavan Ishvaro Harihi O descendant of King Bharata, one he desires to be free from all miseries. So Krishna is saying, you will be free from all miseries. Don't worry at all. Misery coming from body, misery coming from uh, disobedient children, misery coming from not so loving and troubling husband, misery coming from uh, outside world, relatives, any kind of miseries. Any kind of miseries, we will be free. One who desires to be free from all miseries, what should they do? They should be 
ഹിയർ സ്തോത്രവ്യ ഓൾവേസ് ഹിയർ കീർത്തിത്വയസ ഗ്ലോറിഫൈ ആൻഡ് ഓൾസോ സ്മരത്വയ ഭക്തിവൃക്ഷ has um, how lord in the form of vamana deva has blessed bali maharaj so the whole day because we read we read the lecture in the beginning or we hear the lecture in the beginning um uh, we hear prabhupada lecture or something if we hear in the beginning of the day the whole day if we try to remember what we read what we read how what is that uh, what is the line prabhupada was saying what is the line that devotee was saying how can i achieve that how can i reach that so in that way we will we keep remembering or we read a pastime of a lord uh, let's say we um, uh, we read how uh, lord has killed kaliya or how lord has killed some other uh, pers- uh, some other demon or how lord has blessed pralad maharaja or uh, what did lord say first how did he come did he come in on garuda or did he came directly so how did lord bless dhrumaraja did he put his shanka on his head first and what did dhrumara say then the first word drumara say is lord you have enlightened me my senses my life sense everything so if we try to recollect what we have read what we have heard in detail in everything then the whole day become becomes in remembrance of the lord unfortunately we do complete opposite all the material things somebody said if somebody glorified us we will be keep on asking oh what did the devotee say about me what did he say this what exactly he said he said that i am a great devotee or he said that i am a great cook so we like to hear that in detail again and again again and again or somebody who is praising our children or our husband or a wife or the house or anything we like to listen again and again again and again also our mind likes to reel somebody saying something bad thing to us again and again again and again so that we can never let go of it see they might have told it once and we might have answered it also but our mind keep on reels the thing in our uh, in our thoughts and then we will be keep on dwelling in that so the one thing that we have to remember is anything that is taking us away from krishna the thoughts or the actions or anything we should voluntarily put a stop to it this thought is not good for me even if it is self glorification even if we are in worry even if we are in a stressful situation just being stressful being worrying being thinking again and again does not solve our problem it just increases uh, uh, it increases stress and it brings us most and most ill health one or the other problem will be always there in this material world if we have done what we are supposed to be doing to solve that problem whatever it is in our hands uh, we if we are done we should stop thinking about that we should stop worrying about that and we should replace those thoughts those thinking with krishna related stuff if we don't remember if we are not recollecting anything that we have learned, read or heard we should just go on saying the nama of the lord and listening to it 
or we should play some lecture in the behind and listen to it. Some or the other way, we have to make our mind shut up from the material things or the worrying things or the insults that we received or the glorifications that we received and then focus it on the <coughs> past tense of the Lord. So Prabhupada writes somewhere like you know those who are uh, having that uh, some people like to read so he said you can get all the rasas all the bhavas by reading the Krishna's past tense. So in that way those of us who are attached to <coughs> any kind of a rasa who likes to get gratified by listening the mundane literature we can voluntarily distract ourselves from them and then focus on Krishna in that way we will be able to come out of all kinds of miseries he is the super soul the controller and the savior from all miseries only Krishna is the savior and then Tasmat Bharata Sarvatma Bhagavan Ishvaro Hari so Bhagavan Ishvara Hari he is only going to save us from all miseries and how do we do that by hearing, glorifying and remembering the pastimes of the Lord always in that way we will save us from all kinds of miseries so this is one of the prayers so the next verse also uh, says how Lord <coughs> is not material um, today's purport and uh, verse is big so I will be concluding uh, our session here thank you all so much devotees uh, any questions, comments, corrections? Hare Krishna Mataji, Thank you for a wonderful class, Mataji. Very energetic and uh, informative class here. Uh, so many points you have mentioned in the class today. Uh, very practical points. Um, I don't have any question, but I will ask your devotees if they have any question or comments. Please go ahead. Thank you so much, Prabhu. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madanat Pranam to you, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Just like Parikar Prabhuji said, very nice class. We want you to just keep going on. But you know, it's a Monday and we have to continue with our, uh, you know, I wish uh, we can have this uh, same uh, bhav for chanting also. <laughs> just like we are feeling for your class, for your class, because you know, you are speaking, we are hearing. So we just wanted to continue, like nectar flowing from your mouth. Very nice, Mataji. Thank you so much. And I like I the point. Mataji, sorry, I lost you. I lost you. In, uh, it's when you said Monday, I suddenly came out of the call. I don't know how. Oh, no, I was saying like, uh, you know, it's a Monday and then what happens is that, uh, you know, uh, we uh, are always looking at when our 16 rounds are going to finish. Sometimes we are stressed about it. Not that we're doing it out of love. Like you mentioned in your class, we should, you know, like be happy and that chanting is uh, like you were saying positive, very, very, so many positive things about chanting. So, but for the class, we wanted to continue. I wish we could have the same bhav for the chanting also, you know that it continues. So that's what I was saying. Uh, it doesn't happen for hearing the class is nice, but when we come to chanting and just speaking for myself, uh, it's always at the back of the mind, okay, like three rounds left, two left, you know. 
so uh, yeah because then we are thinking especially when we don't do our rounds in the morning and we have so much to do during the day you know planning uh, like the appointments and so many other things but i liked one point uh, in your class you mentioned about uh, uh, krishna uh, dancing on the tongue so for me this was more like uh, you know just i used to wonder like uh, what is this uh, like and you explained uh, what you said is like we chant so intently that we can uh, reveal krishna will reveal his pastime because his name form is non different right yes ma'am yeah yes. that is the meaning so thank you so much for explaining this because sometimes you know there are so many questions and so many things which uh, are in our mind but then what happens is that it doesn't come out in the question form we said no krishna is dancing but then you know like the mind is like uh, always uh, fighting what what krishna is dancing krishna is not going to dance on your tongue but then when you uh, you know now we can shut the mind saying yes it it can we have to concentrate on chanting and when we chant because everything is so absolute in krishna consciousness krishna's name pastime you know yes ma'am so i really like that point you mentioned today it's like cleared one of my doubts in my mind and uh, rest everything was so so much positive and uh, also i wanted to mention that mataji is so talented i saw on the facebook that she was doing some uh, like a kind of a drama mataji if you can if you can uh, just little bit tell about that and then later on she told the uh, the devotees to chant uh, the small little babies uh, kids you know so what was uh, can you explain what that was mataji oh they are all my students from my sunday sessions that i give to kids mataji so uh, there are so many local kids and also uh, kids from india and all over the places but whenever opportunity get i perform in the local hindu temple with those kids so we presented dhruva's uh, story because this year my syllabus for the kids was to uh, teach uh, dhruva's prayers so i taught them dhruva's prayers and 15 chapter of bhagavad gita 12 chapter of bhagavad gita for anger kids that you saw in the call uh, they all can chant the 12 chapter of bhagavad gita with meaning so i take sessions for them on sunday so we presented dhruva's uh, drama with the older kids and anger kids danced for ram bhajan and uh, uh, they chanted shlokas from ramayan uh, uh, so that is what uh, it uh, with krishna's mercy my sunday is occupied with those kids sessions wonderful mataji i just see i remember the dhruva story and in the end you collected all the children and i was i was fortunate to see you in the video you wearing a nice sari and you were like with all these children so we are so fortunate to have you know you i mean imparting all this uh, uh, spreading krishna consciousness among the small you know kids and uh, so it's like you know preaching so nicely it's very inspiring i just wanted to say this so you know we can also be inspired in different ways in our real life how we can impart uh, krishna consciousness sometimes we become just centered to only our chanting our reading our you know hearing but uh, you know whoever we meet wherever whether it's gas station anywhere we should always carry books and give you know like i think i mentioned this before also i'm saying it so i can remind myself and say well i, I don't want to be like a hypocritical person you know i'm just saying on the call and telling everyone i'm not following so recently i took out like one backpack you know <laughs> i started the first step like vishishika maharaj says take out a backpack and uh, put the books in and then go out doesn't matter your loan or what you know so i thought i'll just uh, because sometimes hard to carry uh, you know on the side and then um, sometimes if you have stuff in the car and we are far away from the car say walking 
then we can't give books of Srila Prabhupada. So, so many impediments, are small and big, come our way, you know. So, I'm just uh, praying, praying to the devotees that, you know, we can distribute Srila Prabhupada's books. Uh, more and more will go, the better, you know. And uh, so, thank you so much, Mataji. And I really liked your class and very inspiring in the morning because uh, we always want you to take a class on Monday. Because what happens, we kind of tune out of Bhagavatam uh, from uh, Saturday, Sunday. And then uh, you brought us back onto the, that ship, you know. Now we are going to move forward. Tuesday and henceforth with more uh, Katha on Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Mataji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Happy, happy Ekadasi to all. Happy Ekadasi. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Dhanavatana. You always give us your energy as uh, the start of the week, Monday. Uh, Mataji was explaining about Daridha Narayan. So how that, um, I understood what you explained, but then how that word came up, Mataji? Do you have any idea? I, uh, when I was reading today, I really wanted to go and do a research on it. Um, like I think in certain parts of India, uh, they, I mean, I may not be completely correct. So let me, uh, let me get more information on that um, and tell you, but people, they worship Daridra Narayana and um, that's what I read from Prabhupada's purpose but it's not uh, in the south part of I never heard that but I think somewhere in the north they uh, worship um, like Narayana as Daridra Narayana that itself like for even for us who are not so advanced also it appears so uh, like you know two opposites in one world Krishna can never be, Narayana can never be that, right? Like, so, I think it has a, a different inference to it also. So, I really have to go and uh, uh, look deeper. I have some thoughts, I have some understanding, but I just don't want to uh, speak on that without any validity, like references from the scriptures and all. But I'll definitely send you a voice note, Mataji, for that. Mataji, is it possible for you to send to everyone? Because I had the same question. Sure, sure. I'll send to everyone in every And what I think about the Daridra Narayan is that, you know, sometimes people don't know that everything is coming from Krishna, Narayan, Govinda, you know, Madhava. So many names Krishna has. So they just out of envy, you know, have said this. I, I'm just saying myself because, you know, like Narayana is like another name for Krishna, like, you know, Jamil story. So basically, you know, people will just uh, take any name of Krishna and then, you know, uh, the atheistic people and uh, they will just, uh, uh, you know, like they condemn, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, but one thing is good that even if they're saying there is the Narayana, when they take the name of Narayan, they'll still benefit when they say these two words. But I just feel that they don't have knowledge from Shastras. That's how all these things come up. But if there is any article, anything, Mataji, maybe you can share for the interest of everybody sure, on sure. the I'll share Mataji because I know I know one saying which says like you know Manava Seva Madhava Seva that they say right like you know worshipping the pe- like if you do Seva to the people uh, it's like doing to Krishna but it's not like many people are very good very uh, very humanitarian like you know they do lot of philanthropic things but that is that only increases punya of the jiva like when many people don't do because they love God or uh, uh, they are doing it as a seva to God. 
so they do manava seva like that is still good it's not that it is not uh, bad or anything they serve humanity they serve people uh, but they do they have no clue about god they they don't know anything about the god they don't even know their soul their relationship with god so then how it it doesn't become immediately madhava seva madhava seva when they offer that to lord it becomes madhava seva or when they are doing the good karma the good only just increases punya and when your punya increases fortunately you may get into when you are doing good things uh, automatically devotees is, uh, devotees go to the good places and you may you may get an opportunity to meet a devotee and then you know uh, about a devotee you serve a devotee and with devotees mercy you get krishna and bhakti then all your things get connected so i know about that but i will uh, i also understand there is an arena but as i said i generally refrain myself uh, if i don't have proper references to speak so i will get all those things and i will t- uh, send the text message about it so in real this madhu seva is manava seva right correct in yeah, real madhu seva is manava seva because when we start engaging ourselves in krishna consciousness we see krishna and soul in everybody and automatically we become para dukkha dukhis devotees become compassionate towards everybody they are compassionate about the soul inside and they help and they do the things more better than the body yeah you really wonderfully mentioned that in real madhav seva is manav seva and also like for example i can relate this to prasadam you know there are a lot of people i know they will say we have to give food to the pure, pure people and things like that so okay fine giving like you said goes in the punya karma kisi ko you know Yes, someone is hungry and you mm-hmm. cook something and give it to them but if you give them prasadam offer to lord with tulsi yes. maharani then what happens is you are touching at the soul level yes then you will elevate them yeah. we will uh, we will uh, curb the immediate material hunger and also we will uh, try to elevate their consciousness by purifying it and they will never come to this kind of a misery again so it's it's that it's higher it's higher when we not to people it's higher it doesn't mean that when somebody is angry we start going and speaking philosophy we have to feed them feed them prasadam first and then help them to come out of the situation like let's say somebody is begging giving them money will solve problem only uh, to some extent when we find a job for them or when we give they can solve their problem so when we give krishna to people when we give holy name to the people and chanting they can come out of these miserable conditions and elevate themselves and uh, liberate yes mataji so basically uh, like you know we have to uh, basically add krishna and touch krishna in their life so to say you know somehow we have to just connect them to krishna whether through prasadam or something and that's like madhav seva yes yes mataji yes very nice mataji thank you for uh stressing on this point because when you speak something then more thoughts come to me and that's uh, you know helps me uh, a lot thank you hari krishna hari krishna mataji i would like to share one our experience uh, of sure, uh, sure. is holiness bhakti rasamrit maharaj and my father so when maharaj was here in baltimore uh, in 2014 like that so my uh, father he is very social worker and uh he always give uh, food to uh, orphanage and then uh, 
the children uh, he gives the fees for the kids uh, who are poor people and he tried them to educate like that so and then that's why he was telling to maharaj and uh, with the why we should like he is not nastic but he don't like uh, more into this uh, puja and everything so he was telling his experience so but maharaj said that manav seva माधव सेवा मानव सेवा हो सकती है लेकिन मानव सेवा माधव सेवा नहीं हो सकती तो माधव सेवा इज इम्पोर्टेंट लाइक दैट हाउ यू एक्सप्लेन नाउ देन वी माता जी एक्सप्लेन दैट वी वी ऑफर फूड टू कृष्णा एंड देन गिव देम टू द पुअर पीपल देन देर कॉन्शियसनेस लाइक दैट सो आई रिमेंबर दैट टूडे माता जी थैंक यू माता जी फॉर रियली शेयरिंग दिस थैंक यू थैंक यू सो मच You made it more the uh, uh, wonderful by sharing this past time. Bhakti Rasamrit Maharaj is so nice, Mataji, and his association was so wonderful. Nowadays he is not traveling, but that was the last time we met him, and uh, he speaks in Hindi, so it was very familiar to us. My yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Lot of discussion, <laughs> arguments, but he was so patiently explaining everything. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Many people are like that, Mataji. Like, be good, do good. They do. They say, but that doesn't become Krishna seva. But good. I mean, it's still good. Then, like, you know, being more uh, selfish. So, but it doesn't become what it is. So, thank you, Mataji, for sharing and um, the past experience. Welcome, Hari Krishna. Maybe we can conclude here. So, what did you want me to do? In material life, if in material life, if uh, you know some person is having problem, mm-hmm. like say the child is having some diabetes, mm. or there is some issue, you know, in families where there is some dis. I mean, they are enjoying their life; they are not Krishna conscious. But then, mm-hmm. you know, these uh, uh, these uh, pangs of material miseries. coming mm-hmm. to them through their children and others so then what they do is they'll resort to you know like offering going to the temple hindu temples and then somebody will say oh go to tirupati you know mm-hmm. and then go and uh, like do some puja there or some offering and then they'll say okay go to the hindu temple here and here go and uh, uh, give like uh, ten uh, how many dozens of banana and do it mm-hmm. on thursday you know things like that so mm-hmm. and then uh, go and feed the cows and not the cows of the iskon temple here we have like a very mm-hmm. big uh, Veda base, uh, you know, by Bhakti Charumara, His Holiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Veda Foundation in uh, very close, one hour from my place, and uh, mm-hmm. so a lot of cows they are uh, cultivating there. It's like a cow sanctuary, also they're calling Veda Foundation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, if you tell those families, you go there. There's a nice temple, Goranathai deities. They will not go there. They will go to some place, you know, where there is uh, uh, just some cows there over the railing, and they will just give it there. So all these things are like karmakanda. Yes, they are all karma karma. So they get, they give, they come only punya. So whenever there is a material desire involved, it is karma karma. It doesn't become devotional service at all because we are doing for ourselves, for our, uh, for full, for removing miseries from our life or for fulfilling our desires. It is all karma karma. It is all punya karma. That's it. The more, like let's say you are going through a misery, the more you do punya, it mitigates your uh, papa. and then uh, you feel like you know you you still will get the uh, results of your bad karma but lesser because you have done lot of punya so it is all karma kanda 
Yeah, just, uh, I was a little bit confused with the definition and I'm like thinking, you know, that uh, the, a lot of families, they resort to this and then, you know, the, the what to do, what not to do, the that comes from India. There are a lot of people there, they will guide, you know, do this, mm-hmm. uh, give the dal to someone and then, you know, uh, donate the black cloth. Some of them are driven by scriptures. Some of them are people's yeah. own uh, sentiments. Actually, most of the time, like you know, they do in a, in in a certain way, and uh, they get it fulfilled. And slowly, slowly, people start becoming uh, sentimental about it, um, and then they start uh, they start doing it. So some of them come from scriptures because scriptures give lot of alternative. Some like on their own way, people manufacture their own things and they start doing and then everybody will start following because if somebody comes and tells that I visited this temple, uh, my diabetes is gone, people will go because they are suffering from diabetes, right? So they will quickly run there. Like, uh, so there won't be sometimes authenticity in them, Mataji. That's why we see a lot of troubles, right? Like people, uh, the bhakti goes into mode of ignorance also. People. Uh, go to every place and any place where they say that something will come and people cheat them. There are certain people, certain Swamiji's, certain Babas and all, uh, they cheat or certain places people just want to extract money. Uh, so they, do, they, uh, they cheat the people and people also are so uh, much into their solving their misery or uh, fulfilling their desire, uh, they, they don't think, they don't discriminate. Like I was seeing the other day, a place, a video uh, saying that um, people go and make one one uh, one Baba outside the temple to spit on them or uh, uh, somebody who are uh, wishing kids, uh, that person will uh, walk on their tummies or like I'm kind of hearing weird things actually, weird, weird things and uh, I am also even hearing uh, like uh, they go to the ba- babas for children and uh, they'll give them some drink and they will exploit them and they will kind of uh, impregnate these people and send on all and saying that oh I'm God I'm a God person so you're getting a God child and so what not what nonsense so we we hear that also so we have to be very careful what is the source of that method is there it anywhere mentioned in the scriptures or not so we should not be doing something which is not mentioned in the script then it becomes just a sentiment um, like you know there is no uh, authority authorization for that um, so we have to be really careful uh, when these kind of things we do so so mataji like uh, with uh, with people like this and we are connected through family and friends right mm-hmm. and of course they know we are practicing krishna consciousness but they don't have faith in that at all so mm-hmm. of course they're not chanting. So if they and we 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 are seeing in the family they're having issues and they're troubled. You know mm-hmm. these days they have this uh, machine of diabetes. You know mm-hmm. where the parents are like shocked when the son's thing goes up and down. But then the mm-hmm. thing is that trouble is not big enough for them. Even a child trouble like this is not big enough for them to take up chanting. But they will uh, you know resort to karmakanda and karmakanda like it's one of the ten uh, offenses to the holy name, right? Mm-hmm. It's so strongly mentioned, we read it every day, it should not be practiced. So what do you think should be the solution then to give to them? Uh, see Madhuri, uh, the solution is like um, if if unless they feel vulnerable that they want to come out of this problem, they won't approach uh, for a solution, right? 
so we just have to indirectly engage them when bhajan is happening in our house we have to invite and if they don't come or if they don't come uh, or we can just uh, say like you know i need some help in the program can you do that for me so indirectly we have to start engaging them in the service of the lord so that one day or the other they will get that uh, uh, seed of bhakti so and most of the times we also uh, we have to tell we have to try to certain extent and we have to just leave it and wait for the opportunity to come sometimes uh, devotees get very um, uh, devotees feel like you know i have to I have to give krishna i have to give krishna so desperately to the other people we go beyond we go behind and we end up committing offenses of finding more faults in them or making them more averse to krishna uh, more uh, averse to krishna consciousness so it's like we have to wait for the right time krishna consciousness preaching is all with common sense we need to have patience wait for the right time to give the medicine when people are not ready we should not rush our thoughts or our uh, 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 preaching on them if we see krishna also waited for krishna, waited for arjuna to surrender and then he started speaking so we need to wait for that situation to come and until then we have to be helping them because devotees are paradukha dukis we have to cook some prasadam and go and give them if we don't need to tell that it is a prasadam oh i made some uh, i same i made some cookies today um i just wanted to give it to you so in that way we build up a positive relationship with them which does not look like a devotee relationship for them it looks like mostly material relationship and then over the period of time they start trusting us they start believing us they start having faith in us and then that time when we give krishna to them they accept it if we hurriedly give krishna before when they are not ready when the situations are not ready when the circumstances are not ready they get more away from krishna so we have to be really patient tolerant find the right moment right way to give krishna to them until then we can pray for them we always can pray for them because they are related to us they are our friends and family even if they are not related to us we see krishna in everybody we see how at a soul level we are related to everybody and we can pray for them thank you so much i'm sorry but i was asking some questions connected to uh, you know not connected to the class but uh, no, no, it's all okay it, i'm uh, it's perfectly okay don't worry at all thank you mataji thank you so much yes prasadam is uh, you know uh, biggest thing and, and not yeah. tell them only that's a good thing no we don't need to tell. <laughs> yeah yeah tell right they eat that we can conclude the session mataji sure vancha kalpata rupyascha krupa sindhu vyayava cha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha ananta koti vaishnav vrind ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai hari naam sankirtan ki jai grantra shrimad bhagavatam ki jai this one malini manjiri mata ji ki jai thank you mataji thank you for and happy kadashi to all the devotees hari krishna